lost track of how many times that I've spoken to our next guest because what he has cooking is so exciting and requires so many updates that we're, I don't know, fifth glance with Pluralock. Pluralock Security Inc. is the name of the company. The stock symbol is P-L-U-R. And the CEO is Ian Patterson, who joins me from Victoria. Thank you for doing this, Ian. Always a pleasure, Jody. I tell um, all of my friends who say, what is this first glance thing that you're doing? I say, okay, for example, there's this group out of Victoria and I tell your story because it really does embody what first glance is about. It's finding those those moments in time in business where the opportunity to invest in something that might get extremely valuable, risk always when investing. However, when you explain your story, which people can see whether it's over there in the list on YouTube or you subscribe to First Glance with Joint Events, but knowing your tale from really the first of the first glance, uh, can you just give just the Coles notes on what Plural Lock brings to the table? Plurlock is a cybersecurity company, and we use artificial intelligence and a form of human behavior called behavioral biometrics to identify people. Now, we use this for protecting workforces. So think of the internal users of a bank or maybe uh, government workers, people who have a high degree of security need. With our technology, we're able to identify who they are continuously without them having to do anything extra. They don't have to reach for a phone. They don't have to type in a login password. We're just able to continuously authenticate them throughout the day. And it's funny that you mentioned- That's magic to me. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you Ian, but every time you tell me, and I already know what's coming, I still think to myself, how many times have I had to multi-factor identify myself just to do the thing that my boss had sent me from one of my clients or, it is so, especially with work from home now in the last 10, 12 months, I mean, what what you have discovered with your group and what you're now bringing to the party, if you will, is us never having to ever do that again. Like, how can't be the same password I used three months ago. Okay, what's that going to be now? Oh, forgot my password. Yes. Identify yourself 19 ways before you can. And then you're back and you're like, now I still don't remember what that password was. So you're going to take all of that off the table here. Well, it, it is funny where, where I was going with that story was internally, we have to remind ourselves that, look, I mean, we do this every day. So it almost becomes a bit uh, routine, right? We have to consciously remind ourselves, look, what we're doing is actually very interesting. It's very innovative. It's very unique in the industry. Uh-huh. And so people who haven't heard the story before of being able to leverage artificial intelligence in this way, it is to your point, it does appear almost like magic. You can't really explain how it works. Uh, and, it, and it seems almost too good to be true, but that is, uh, in effect, what what really good advanced artificial intelligence looks like. And it works, which is the piece that you're here to update us on with regard to the fact that you're already a global leader in advanced frictionless authentication, which is the technical term for what we're talking about here. But you've raised some money. What's next? Absolutely. So very pleased to announce that we closed two financings uh, just recently. So the aggregate total was $5.1 million dollars. For us, this was uh, really to be able to invest in growth. We're, we're, we went public originally because we believed that, there, look, there is a huge need for advanced frictionless authentication solutions out there. And as a result of our existing, uh, existing traction, both on the government side as well as on the commercial side, we felt that it was important to accelerate. And so the, the reason that we raised the money was to be able to invest not only in our organic sales and marketing organization, 
Um, but we also believe that there are some uh, accretive M&A opportunities out there. Cybersecurity is interesting. It's a, it's a very fragmented industry, unlike maybe ad tech or, or you know, similar oligopoly industries where you only have two or three kind of main players. Cybersecurity is very fragmented and it lends itself very well to organization. And so we believe that both uh, growing through organic means as well as inorganic uh, is really going to be a, a way of accelerating our success. So for our listener or our viewer, stock symbol P as in Peter L-U-R, PLUR, for Pluralock Security Incorporated. Um, Ian Patterson is the CEO and our guest again today and always excited to get updates from you. Now, if people are looking to get involved, invest, or get in line to use what is really magical. The idea of not needing many multiple layers of passwords in order to do our everyday business, whether it's work from home or in office to secure the content of uh, what we might be working on. How is that going to unfold in a real world sense? So it's a very good question. I mean, I look to other industry leaders like Google, for instance, who just recently came out and said that they're expecting just the cloud market to reach a trillion dollars over the next couple of years. So I think here's the reality. Technology is not going away anytime soon. In fact, if anything, it's growing. What we're seeing with the work from home movement is that leaders, IT leaders and security leaders in particular, are having to grapple with new environments with which to keep their workforce both productive as well as secure. And you have to be careful because at times those two goals can be at odds with one another. It's very easy to stay secure. Uh, You just make it such that nobody can use the computers. Great, it's perfectly secure. But how do you actually enable productivity? What we see is that there's an opportunity for advanced artificial intelligence solutions like ours to play a role there. Quite simply, traditional login and passwords really haven't changed since the 1970s when they were first uh, when they first came out. We've, we've seen incremental improvements like getting a, a text message to your phone when you're trying to log into a computer. But by and large, there hasn't really been a, a paradigm shift in how you prove the identity of yourself to a computer. What we believe is that using human behavior, which is very difficult to forge or fake, we're able to not only identify you once, but we're able to do that continuously. So in other words, the technology persists over time during the use of your computing device. And so if you log in first thing in the morning and you're still working two hours later, four hours later, eight hours later, the the business can have confidence that you are in fact the right person continuously throughout the day. So there's no more of this to to oversimplify, if I may, no more of this. I'm on Ian's Facebook page right now, ha, 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 because the computer would identify that the person sitting at the keyboard is not in fact Ian. Correct. And it's interesting. You can have that take place in one of two ways. The, The technical term would be an insider threat, where maybe if you're a coworker, you might sit down at somebody else's machine. And you might uh, do something that you're not supposed to. It could, could be harmless. It could be posting on Facebook. It could be a little bit more nefarious. It could be that you co-sign uh, a document with your boss's approval that you weren't actually supposed to do. Now, it's, it's troublesome from a security perspective, but it's, it's also just very difficult from a compliance perspective. Even if that, uh, that contract or whatever got signed was, in fact, authorized, there was no problem with signing it the business needs the controls in place. They need to be able to prove 
that the right people were doing the right actions through, throughout the day. And so unless you have a record somehow of being able to prove that, look, Ian was in at such and such a time on such and such a day, it's difficult to then prove to a third party. Now, a third party could be a regulator if we're talking about healthcare or finance or, uh, or even critical infrastructure could also be your, your insurance company. If you needed to, uh, to show or prove that you have the right controls in place in order to qualify for your cybersecurity insurance, you might actually need technologies that provide that level of assurance, even if nothing bad is going on throughout the day. So with Pluralock uh, Security Inc, again, the stock symbol P-L-U-R, if you're gonna look it up, um, the end user from your perspective in the short term are corporate entities. This isn't for the individual, you know, smaller business owner, right? At Correct. this point. Correct. We're very much focused on workforce authentication. A typical customer for us is going to be in the mid-market between a couple hundred employees to maybe tens of thousands of, of, of employees. What we're finding is that that is really the sweet spot where the organizations have a high level of need. Uh, for security, but also to comply with regulatory compliance, but they don't yet have all the resources that a large Fortune 1000 company might have. And so they have to be able to do more with less. And what, what ends up happening is that if you can't afford the, uh, you know, the one of everything uh, when it comes to cybersecurity, you really need to focus your time and attention on what are the technologies that can give you the biggest bang for the buck. Right. And we believe that Pluralock is a, is a really good fit for that. Do you have a, an idea of price point for somebody who's watching this right now going, I need this for my business and I qualify for what you just laid out? Yeah, I, I mean, the, the price point for authentication generally is, is pretty well established. It's anywhere from three to $18 per user, per end person yeah. uh, per month. And so obviously as you get up in size, there's volume price discounts. But that's roughly within the realm of, of what we charge as well. Technically, we have two products. We have an initial authentication product called Plurilock Adapt. And then we have a continuous authentication product called Plurilock Defend. In both cases, they use the same patented artificial intelligence that allows us to identify who that person is based on their behavior. Uh, and so we're, we're, we're really plugging into an existing and established budget that a, a CIO might have or a, or, a, or a CISO, a chief information security officer. It, it's like magic, and yet it is right here before us in Pluralock Security, Inc., P-L-U-R, the stock symbol, Canadian company, Victoria, Canada. But, you know, this is a really interesting and ongoing, clearly, uh, trajectory for your, your uh, company, Ian. And I, I'm so glad to sort of follow along with you. If, if somebody is wanting to follow along in the, in the investment side, how do they find out more or reach you with questions? Absolutely. The best thing to do would be to go to Pluralock.com and sign up for our investor updates. There's also uh, ample material on the website. If you're curious about the actual technology itself, like what is this behavioral biometrics? Where did it come from? What other forms exist? We do have quite a lot of material on the website just to educate on, on how the technology works. Um, certainly signing up for the investor updates is gonna be the best way of getting real-time notifications around the, the announcements that we put out. You know, again, just more, more recently, we did announce a, a fairly large financing um, previous, previously to that earlier this spring, we also announced that um, we added a, a very prestigious advisor, Admiral Jan Teig, uh, was formerly of the U.S. Navy, 
she was also a, a commissioned cryptologist uh, as well as an intelligence officer um, and served within the National Security Agency in addition to US uh, Cyber Command. So currently she's on a number of boards, um, including uh, Goldman Sachs, um, and she's recently joined up uh, with Plurlock as, as one of our uh, executive advisors. Pulling from those who know, who are walking the walk, boots on the ground, literally, as well as the science side, a think tank group, a group of scientists making something happen in a business sense. It is very exciting to be a very small part of it by following along here on First Glance. Thanks for doing this as always, Ian. Thanks, Jody. What?